In a statement released today, scientists have announced that based on their research, they have concluded that God is a myth.
And now it's time to begin our reading here in the New Testament. We'll be reading today from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 15 through 29. We'll read about false prophets. They were kind of common in the Old Testament. They prophesied only what the king and the people wanted to hear. They were paid well for it, claiming it was God's message. You think uh, there are those around that are doing that same thing today? Something to think about. Jesus indicates that false prophets were just as prevalent in his time. False teachers, you know, are just as common today. Jesus says to beware of those whose words sound religious, but who are motivated by money, fame, or power. You know, some self-professed athletes can talk a great game, but that tells you nothing about their athletic skills. And not everyone who talks about heaven belongs to God's kingdom. Jesus is more concerned about our walk than our talk. He wants us to do right, not just say the right words. On Judgment Day, only our relationship with Christ, our acceptance of Him as Savior, and our obedience to Him will matter. Now, many people think that you know, if they're good, if they're good people and say religious things, they'll be rewarded with eternal life. Well, in reality, faith in Christ is what will count, and that's only what will count at the judgment. With that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. January 9th, the New Testament, Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 29. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So, every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rains come in torrents, and the floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come, and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. Psalm 9, verses 1 through 12. Praise is expressing to God our appreciation and understanding of his worth. It's saying thank you for each aspect of His divine nature. God upholds our just cause. He is our vindicator, one who clears us from criticism and justifies us before others. Now, in this life, we may face many injustices. Number one, 
we may be falsely accused and misunderstood by friends and enemies. Number two, we may not be truly appreciated by others for the love we show. Number three, the true value of our work and service may not be duly rewarded. And number four, our ideas may be ignored. But God is to be praised, receives and remembers all the good we do. And it's up to Him to decide the timing and the appropriateness of our rewards. If we do not trust Him to vindicate us, well, then we'll be susceptible to hatred and self-pity. If we do trust Him, we can experience God's peace and be free from the worry of how others perceive us and treat us. Psalm chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. For the choir director, a psalm of David. To be sung to the tune, Death of the Son. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. My enemies retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. For you have judged in my favor. From your throne you have judged with fairness. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have erased their names forever. The enemy is finished in endless ruins. The cities you uprooted are now forgotten. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from His throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the world about His unforgettable deeds. For He who avenges murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 16 through 22. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. Follow the steps of good men instead, and stay on the paths of the righteous. For only the godly will live in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be uprooted. Of sin and darkness 
Slain. 